you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Mm, hoping to make this quick. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm, it's crunch time. Um, I just got my schedule for my book and um, basically I have to finish eight chapters Wait, let me see, wait. Yeah, eight chapters um, by June 18th. And, um, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I just finished writing a chapter about Melissa and it was kind of tough emotionally but um and then after I finished it I'm like does this even fit with the theme uh I'm wondering if God didn't have me just write that for my healing you know I was crying and just it was it was just tough but um I don't know I looked at it, and um, I'm having a, a friend of mine read it, and because uh, she's an SRA victim, or not victim, survivor, and uh, she was with me and helped me with Melissa. She even let Melissa live with her after she left the Dream Center, so... Um, yeah, uh, she's an awesome woman of God. And, um, yeah, because I didn't want to go too into the multiple personality dissociative identity disorder thing because this is, uh, it, it could go into a deep rabbit hole. And, um, so I tried to be brief as possible. Um, and I'm going to, make footnotes or referrals like to you know to uh um tell people like if they want to research about it you know these books are good or whatever but I'm just telling the story I'm not trying to like you know be teaching about um DID or anything but um but you know it's like uh, I guess, like, for credibility, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know what? Um, basically, it comes down to if somebody wants to believe or not, and I'm not trying to, like, I'm just telling my story. If people don't believe it, they don't believe it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, anyways, I, um, and then I was thinking because some people's names I'm using are the real names. I didn't even, I used a, a different name for Melissa in, in the book because I'm like, some of this stuff, the satanic stuff, 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to see what the publisher says. But and then but I used my husband's my ex-husband's real name and I just Facebooked him. First time I've like communicated with him for like 4 years. The last time I saw him was at my dad's funeral, but I just told him that I wrote about him in the book and uh you if he doesn't want me to use his real name um, to let me know, and I change it, and he just said, no, that's fine, so, um, yeah, um, but anyways, this weekend was good, um, Junior went out Friday, I think I did a podcast, man, and then, um, I thought we were going to do Adopt-A-Block. Well, he said, like, if I, if I wanted to do Adopt-A-Block, go to Skid Row, just, yeah. Like, he was like, you can make a, you know, decide for us, whatever. And so I I invited um, our my friend Anthony. I thought it would be really cool if, if they met each other. They, they've seen each other on Skid Row, but they didn't really, like, you know, uh, know each other. So, um I thought it'd be really cool if they, like, not to force a friendship or anything, but um, if they, you know, became friends, like, at least, because, you know, they both been on Skid Row and everything, but I didn't know that while I was, um, I didn't know that while Junior was out that on Friday, he made other plans with his friend um, for Saturday, so when I, I told Junior that, I said that, um, that we were, we were gonna go, he said, oh, I made other plans, and then, so, I'm like, oh, man, and then Anthony was like, well, I was really gonna go for, you know, because he wanted to meet Junior or whatever, and, but he ended up coming, and it was really good, I felt really bad, because he, I forgot that, well, not that I forgot, but he has heart issues and he had to walk up the hill to get to the Dream Center and it was not easy. And, um, yeah, um, he was like, I, I won't be able to do this again. But but he could meet us down at Skid Row, which is cool, because um, he knows where we meet at least now. And um, But he did really great out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, the team loved him and... And um, we prayed for um, a number of people. And, um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, trying to think. Um, yeah, it was, it was not the same without Junior there because people were like, where's Junior, you know? Um, but... Uh, um, and then this week they're having, um, like a volunteer appreciation lunch or something. And I don't know if I can get this book, like if I can do a, ch a chapter every two days, then I can do this. And I'm like, maybe a quarter way through with chapter eight right now, 
or no, yeah, three pages. I would say about 12 pages is about chapter length. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I just, it's, it's draining. Um, and then, you know, I have to send, I mean, yeah, send the rough draft and then they're going to give me some corrections or, you know, review or whatever. And then I'm going to have to go back and do a final draft, uh, self-editing and um, before submitting as best as possible, you know, finished so that the professional editors can edit. So, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying not to stress. And then right now, Junior, um, well, Junior did good on Saturday. Um, it was really actually awesome to be away from each other. (laughs) I mean, in a healthy way, you know, he was with his friend and then, um, I got home before him, I made lunch and he, I thought he went out to eat, but he was starving by the time he got home and it was just really nice. We had the most amazing day Saturday after being away from each other half the day. And then we just had so much fun the rest of the day. It was really awesome. And, um, and then Sunday, yesterday, we, uh, we went to our friends, took us to lunch, and that was really nice. And then we went to farmers, and um, yeah, we had we had a good day yesterday too. Um, he he, uh, I could tell he almost got flared up a little bit, but well, <laughs> we're learning how to both of us how to. not react and just to like diffuse things and um and to not be offended both of us you know because I I I have to work on things just as much as he does and um so what happened was we were walking to the bus stop and I slid in some crap I was so ugh I'm sorry but for some reason, I, well, I, I'm not so much now, but it's like when I was a kid, I used to, I don't know what, I think it was some kind of satanic demon. I, I mean, I don't know. I had nightmares about crap and I just think that's really weird because why would I dream like that? Like, crap smeared all over things or I even had a dream of like of a you know how um baby shoes are they have like baby shoes and they're dipped in copper I remember having a dream that it was a baby shoe but it was dipped in crap feces and I'm like what is this and it was a nightmare I don't remember anything else about it except for I woke up and I was like terrified and I just think that's really weird and probably yeah satanic but 
I mean, definitely not from God. But anyways, so, um, and I've always had this thing about poop. Just, it just freaked me out. And I mean, I'm not so much like that anymore, but stepping on it, and I was telling Junior later, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was such a freak about it. Like, if I stepped on poop, I, I would rather, if I can't just hose it off outside before I even, like, have to touch it, if I can, like, clean it off while the shoe, take off the shoe and just set it aside or like I won't have to pick it up or whatever. I would prefer to just throw the shoe away and just get a new pair of shoes. That's how like heebie-jeebie I would get. <laughs> sounds so crazy. But anyways, so I had on my Vans that Junior brought for me um, last year that he cleans all the time for me. Um, and he cleans his shoes. He cleans my shoes, whatever. And because they're white, you know, on the, on the bottoms. And I was like, oh my gosh, I stepped on crap. And he goes, where? And then he, we're, he was checking his shoes and, and, and he's like, well, we'll just, he goes, I'll clean them when you get home, we get home. And I'm, I was like, well, I could just go rub my rub them off in the grass because I just wanted to get it off, and or the dirt over there. And he's like, "No, you're gonna get you're gonna get uh the side of your shoes. It's gonna come out." And or I can't remember. He was like, "It's gonna you're gonna get green like the the grass on there, and then that's never gonna come out." And he started getting upset, and I was just sitting there going. Okay, but you know, he had a point, because well, grass is a lot harder to get rid of, I guess, but I was like, oh, it's okay, I'll wait till we get home, as long as I don't have to clean it up, I, and you're willing to do it, then I'm okay, <laughs> I was like, like, no need to get upset, and, um, and so it diffused, he, he didn't, keep going with it and I didn't keep going with it because I could be just this is where I need to shut up and because I could be like well I don't really want to wear these shoes I, I don't want to smell like uh, if we get on the bus and da, da 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 and where he will be like oh my gosh you and it'll just we'll go back and forth and pretty soon we're like both arguing so I've, I've been learning to just keep my mouth shut and yeah, just let it go. Even though I was, I'll admit I was on the bus just going, Oh my God, I wonder if anybody could smell me. Like <laughs> I didn't smell it, but, um, cause I have a nose like seriously, uh, you know, a hound dog, um, but I was not trying to smell anything. I was just kind of freaked out. But um, I didn't allow myself to... I just... Yeah. was cool. And then when we got home... Uh, I hopped in. Hopped in the house. Or I took out the shoe outside. And yeah. Hopped 
the rest of the way, and then Junior took it and cleaned it. Um, anyways, so, yeah. But that was the only episode. I mean, it wasn't even an episode. It was, like, a potential episode. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, but he said he was still struggling. And then I felt really bad because I need to really be careful about... I mean, it's crazy because he's he said like you share whatever you want, but then at the same time he's like he goes when you said you did a podcast the other day he goes I wanted to listen, but then at the same time he goes I didn't want to listen because I didn't want to get mad in case you know it's about him and if I say something that gets under his skin or whatever and he was so I'm not gonna listen and so yeah I just have to be really careful what I say and nothing I say I mean I don't ever want my intention is never to hurt him and like I said before I I was just doing the podcast for me as almost like a journal but um yeah it's uh now I've got way more listeners than I thought um, I'd ever have. And so now I'm just, yeah, I, I need to be, I don't know. I don't know, even know how long I'll keep this going because I might have to just delete it once the book comes out because I don't want people like listening to this. And I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. Because I don't know about the legalities, too, about using real names on here, you know. I don't know. You know, I heard, um, I forgot her name. An another person on here that, um, she's an addict, and she just, she, you know, talks about whatever she wants to talk about and uses real names, she says she does, of even the dope dealers, but you know, they have street names or whatever, but, um, and <laughs> she's hilarious. I haven't listened to her lately, but, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how the difference between doing this and a book, I guess a book cause it's in writing or I don't know. I have no idea, but yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, but I need to get to writing. Oh, sometimes you just, I don't know what is up with the weather, man. The weather in California is just, there's no sun. It's foggy, not foggy, cloudy and cold and or cool, kind of cold and overcast. Just not, it's kind of depressing weather, really. <clears throat> but today, um, Junior went to go look for a job, and uh, he went to a couple of uh, specific places, so that's good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll admit there was, like, well, for a while, I, I just didn't feel like, he had said that he felt like God wanted him to be still, and, um, 
and that he felt like he wasn't supposed to get a job. Um, but that was like last year. And then, um, and before he went to the Dream Center. And then now he's like, I want to get a job. I want to get, and so I was like, just, okay, if that's what you want, just, you know, pray and yeah, like go for it. Um, I feel peace about it. And, uh, he's really grown so much. Like, I'm so proud of him. He's, he's, he's really spiritually gotten stronger. And, and even though he's still going through so much in his head, he, God is just doing amazing things. Like, seriously. I mean, I know what a battle it is. Because I had the same thing, except for I didn't have, I don't think I did, have altars. But um, I thought I did. But where I would hear voices all the time. And it was just so nonstop tormenting. And it's just, it's a battle, man. And um, so I know what he's going through. It sucks. And he seriously I think he's doing a lot better than I ever did until I got my deliverance um I don't know but um it sucks man where it's like yeah it was crazy because when I would get um bombarded I would be downtown and except for I did still have an obsession and I would hear voices like, just go, just, you could go get high. Nobody would know. Just go downtown. I mean, just get row. Just do this. Just do that. You know? Oh, you know, so-and-so's down there. And I mean, I would just hear all kinds of things and I'd be like, shut up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and, and it would, but then it would come back, you know? And, um, it was just really rough. And finally, and it's 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 crazy because it's like my spirit, I did not want to use. But then my soul was my mind, will and emotions like was breaking because it was just nonstop. And I it was just like the enemy likes to wear you down. Just keep on, keep on, keep on. And I was just like I'm done. I can't keep doing this, man. I mean, how much more can I do? I'm fighting every day. And yeah, until I got deliverance, man. So I know what Junior is going through, but God is strengthening him. It's, it's, I can see it. It's amazing. And I'm just, yeah, he's, he's really doing well. Um, yeah. He's really doing well. Um, he may not feel like it, but I can see it. It's He's just, yeah, he's doing so much better. And, um, yeah, and I think that our time away from each other is, is good, too. Like, we get to breathe, you know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I love him to death. He loves me. You know, we just... Um, but being in this tiny little room 
24-7. It, you know, it's not easy. But it's cool, like, you know, we both are very uh, good with um, when it's time for us to read the Word or do our studies or just read a book or whatever. We can both sit and read in silence for like an hour or two and just, you know, once in a while be like, you know, hey, can you hand me that or whatever. It's And um, yeah, like this morning we were reading for like an hour and then, um, and then, um, yeah, our day is, I mean, I can see for him because he's, I'm, it took me a while before I was not like on a adrenaline junkie, but <clears throat> um, he's gotten a lot better because he was always like, I'm bored. I, I, want, I feel like I want to go do something, da, 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 da. But um, <clears throat> where we can, he's gotten to where now he can read and just relax and we can watch a movie or just um, listen to a sermon um, and eat. <laughs> Um, go for a walk or whatever, and uh, but yeah, I think it's it's uh, yeah, we do a lot. Yeah, I mean, not a lot. We you know we'll go to the doctor walk or go to the store or go to marriage counseling or and go to church. I mean, for me, that's enough. But um. For right now, different seasons, different things, you know, and um, and if he feels like he won't is supposed to have a job or wants to work or whatever, that is fine with me. Um, uh, my only concern is he is getting HIV meds, which are like four grand a month. And I don't know how much money he can make and still get Medi-Cal. Uh, so I don't know how that works, you know, because he's going to need his meds and be able to see his, his um, doctor. And, you know, I don't know if the company he works for, if they're going to have insurance, but even if they have insurance, he's going to have to pay a copay or like, you know, there's just so many things like, or if he, if they have, if the insurance doesn't take people that have pre-existing conditions or there's just so many things that you know, and he didn't even want to talk about it because I think that just would be like too overwhelming. So just one thing at a time. And, um, but that's my concern. And then if he makes a certain amount of money and once we get married, if then my social security will cut off or, uh, yeah, because Anthony said that that he, when he was homeless, he was getting a certain amount. And then after he got an apartment, then they took uh, a couple hundred, few hundred dollars out of his check. But at the same time, he's not paying rent. 
So I, I get that. But still, it's just like you have to take things into account because the government wants to keep us broke, man. It's like they want us just to be barely scraping by. And um, so we can be totally dependent on the government instead of independent. So it sucks. But anyways, I won't go on a rampage about that. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, um, I'm just going to be writing as much as possible so I can get this done. I appreciate anybody who prays. If you could pray that I can get this completed ASAP and as well as possible to give God glory. Because that's all that this is about. <coughs> I just want to give God glory and, and for many people to be, you know, touched and possibly healed and delivered and just have hope and know that God is real and, and he can help set you free. He can deliver you. He can, you know, just he loves you and... I just, oh man, I, I really hope that I can convey God's love through my book to whoever reads it, you know. So, anyways, well, thank you for listening, and God bless you. To talk about, uh, well, Skid Row, <laughs> um, there's this one lady that's on 6th Street, and she's been there since before I... I was on Skid Row, and she's so nice. Um, she just sits in the same spot, and um, I've made friends with her a while. I don't know. It's been a long time. And um, and I want to give her a book, a copy of my book, when she when I, uh, gets published. But um, she's so smart and cause she loves to read. I've given her a couple books and she's like so smart. And she was asking me all these questions. Um, like if I needed an agent, a literary agent or, um, at the publishing company, she was like, she knows all about this stuff. It's crazy. And, um, man, I just, uh, I don't know what her story is. I've asked a couple of questions before, but she's very vague. And um, and then we prayed for, uh, Anthony and I prayed for this guy named Cordell. And um, I'm really praying for him, continuing to, that he, uh, the Lord delivers him. He, he wanted to be, I asked him if he needed prayer and he said to get off of drugs. And I'm, I was so mad. I did not even tell him about the program the, at the Dream Center. Hello. Oh, I was so mad at, when I got home. I was like, what was I thinking? I prayed deliverance for him, that Jesus would set him free. And, um, yeah, I just, I didn't even think about the program. I just, like, was believing for his, his freedom. <laughs> I was just like... I should have told him about the program. <sighs> and then I was telling all these other guys about the program, and they didn't even seem interested. 
I mean, they just wanted housing. Most people, they just want housing. They don't, they don't, they want it the short route. They don't want to take the long route, you know, um, or the easy route, you know. I mean, it's, yeah, because it's definitely not easy to go through discipleship. <laughs> um, but yeah, whatever. Um, I'm still praying that, that, Jesus will set him free. Maybe he won't even need a program. But, um, yeah. And, uh, just trying to think what else. Yeah, because I didn't even share a lot about Skid Row. <laughs> but, um, we went our normal route, and Dale is still out there. And our friend Glenn, he broke his back. Oh my gosh. I went to hug him, and he had this thing in his back this bar I don't know holding his back man but it was so cute because he was just like um he told me I go what are you doing for the pain and he said they gave him oxy but I I said are you doing heroin for the pain he he said no and I was like, oh, well, that's good, you know, whatever. And then he said they had him on methadone. And then um, when he got off the methadone, he didn't want to get, they were going to put him back on. And he said, no, he didn't want to be on that. But, which is smart. But, um, but then he said that, um, uh, oh, then I went to go talk to um, another friend. And then he came over and he goes, hey, 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 I got to talk to you. He was, um, I got convicted. He goes, I, I didn't tell you the truth. And I was like, oh. And he goes, I used once. I used heroin once in the last month. And I, and he goes, so I just wanted to tell you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, he's not, you know, uh, he's not accountable to me. But, you know, I thought it was cute that he just, like, you know, that he got convicted. And um, so, yeah. But, um. Yeah, he's, I don't know how old he is, like 70? I mean, he's pretty old. I don't know, man. It's just like, I hope he gets housing or something. I just, man, it's just so sad to see these people that are still on the street and they're old, you know? I mean, not that that's so old, but that lifestyle is going to make you older and older. Just takes a toll off on your life, Lord. Gosh. Anyways, okay, I'm ending this. Um, God bless. Thanks for listening.